This is a sermon podcast from Ashland First United Methodist Church in Ashland, Oregon. Visit us online at ashlandmethodist.org for more sermons like this, church information, and how to get involved. Ashland Methodist, a community of open hearts, open minds, and open doors. you glad? The flowers are blooming, the trees are in blossom, the daffodils are coming up everywhere. It's surely a sign of spring and new life. This is Easter, the end of our journey of Lent, the end of winter, snow and rain and and bare trees and fallow ground and now is the time of new life of chicks and eggs and bunnies and new clothes and I was going to say bonnets, but there aren't very many bonnets. But it's new life, new times, new... And it's even the time of chocolate. Because this is the day of new life, abundant life, good life, real life. This is Easter Sunday. Hallelujah. A friend once told me, she was from Wisconsin, I'm from California, she said, Westerners don't understand Easter. (laughs) She said, you have flowers that blossom in January. We were looking at a camellia bush at the time. She said, you can't possibly understand what it's like when finally the snow melts and you see the first blossom of a flower. That's what Easter is all about. I presume there are some here who could testify or witness to that truth, but I don't personally know that because I've lived my life in California and Oregon. But new life abounds, and I am delighted to be here. But we live side by side with death. Our news is full of body counts in Syria, mass slayings in subways and schools, shootings in neighborhoods and nightclubs. Death is all around us. We long for good news for hope, for promise, for the place that brings us security and comfort, safety, the place we could probably call home, maybe not a literal home, but in our hearts and our minds, a home where we feel like we belong. But the story of Easter begins with death. Those followers in that first century story that Bill read, or that the choir uh, sang to and, and that Mary read, is about a cemetery, about death. 
basically the story goes that Jesus is dead and, and put in a temporary tomb and, and Mary and the disciples, some of the disciples go to anoint his body and bury him properly and they get to the cemetery early in the morning and there's no body there. There's nothing. They look in the grave and it's empty. It's a hole. There's nothing there. And they immediately assume someone has stolen the body. How despicable. How low can you get? Stealing a dead body? That's terrible. They don't know what to do. They're confused and they're upset. And I think it's interesting that the disciples say, ho-hum and go home. But Mary... Mary is distraught. She's crying. She's, she just can't stop the tears from flowing. And as she's crying, she, she leans down and looks in again to make sure what she saw was true, that there's no body there. And this time she looks in and she sees two angels. Now, I have to admit, these angels are not very sympathetic. They're not the kind of angels I would hope to encounter. Because they say to her, why are you weeping? What's the matter with you? It's as if they were to say, stop crying for crying out loud. So Mary turns away, of course. Who would want to respond to that? She turns around and, and there's someone else there. She sees someone else and she presumes it's a gardener. Who else would be in a cemetery early in the morning? And she accosts him and says, Sir, where have you taken my Lord? And he says, Why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Now some of the other versions say, Why are you looking for the living among the dead? Good question in a cemetery. <laughs> and she is again distraught. And tears are flowing. And then he says, Mary calls her by name. And she immediately realizes this is her, her teacher, her beloved teacher, her rabbi, Jesus. He's not dead. He's not in the tomb. He's alive. He says, don't hold on to me. I haven't gone to God, my father, yet. But he's there. He recognizes her. And more importantly, she recognizes him. That's the basic Easter story. Now, it's told a little bit differently in each of the four Gospels. We hear it every year on Easter Sunday in some version or another. It's the story of life overcoming death, of resurrection, of the power of Almighty God. It's something to celebrate. But you think about those first three people that the scripture tells us went to the tomb. They are not witnesses to the resurrection. They haven't seen anything. Nothing has happened. There's no body there. All they have seen is emptiness, space. 
And yet, they learn to believe. They come to understand the resurrection inside themselves. And that's what Easter is all about. Easter is about new life, abundant life, your life and mine this day. Now, we often hear about resurrection and God's power of life over death and new life, and we equate those words sometimes with the afterlife, with dying and death. But I'm here to say that those words have to do with your life today, not after you're dead. That Easter is about a frame of mind, a way of thinking, a way of being, that your life becomes a new life this day and every day as you learn to live abundantly. Now, Bill read for us some words from Paul, or Paul's disciple, to the early Christians in Colossae, saying that you need to learn to live this resurrected life. The, the early church used the period of Lent, the 40 days preceding Easter, as a training time for converts to the faith. So during those 40 days, they learned about Jesus, the teachings of Jesus, and, and what they are to do and be, to be followers of Jesus. And the act of baptism, the initiation ceremony to become a Christian, is symbolized by dying and rising to a new life. And that's what this letter tells the Colossians to do, is you have been raised up into a new life, so live it. Don't be bogged down by the minutia of daily life, by the things that you tend to do, be angry and prideful and critical and all those things that we sometimes tend to do. But focus on the things of Christ, the things that Jesus taught. Learn to live with love, forgiveness, patience, peace, those gifts of the Spirit, the higher things. I don't think that the letter says look up as if you're supposed to walk around looking up in the sky, but focusing on those things that we say are higher or mightier. Learn to live a full, abundant life. And that's what Easter is about, this day and every day living as if you believe in the resurrection, in the power of God, in new life, abundant life, living a resurrected life. And may it be so for you and for everyone you encounter. Amen. <laughs>